We are two weeks away from Halloween, and the WWE draft was pretty scary awful. You're listening to the Chick Foley Show. Welcome in, folks. We are 15 or 16 days here from Halloween, one of our favorite holidays here at the show. I'm in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. It's uh, Phil Gentile, the hot take kid. Coming to you. Man, it's feeling like fall out here. It really is. We got the lovely Sheena Phelps in Virginia. What's going on, Sheena? Not a whole lot. It's feeling like fall over here, too. Um, nice and nice and chilly. I'm all for this weather. Like, you know, I mean, granted, I miss my I miss my beautiful island and just like the warm weather and the trade winds. But um, it does it does kind of warm my soul a little bit. This chilly weather warms my soul, if you will. It's like a, you know, a nice cup of soup to the soul. It's a good time to be pregnant, too. You're not like, you know, the, the weather's cooling down a little bit. You don't have to deal with the heat, I'm sure. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I I've never been pregnant before, but I'm just assuming. Oh, yeah. No, nobody wants to be pregnant in the middle of... So I, I was pregnant in the middle of summer with Brett. I mean, granted, it was, like I said, Hawaii summer, so it wasn't, like, you know, unbearable, but I can't imagine being pregnant in a hot muggy virginia summer like so yeah winter and, and you can cover up all of your you know your growingness with like sweaters and coats you know you can just layer it on oh yeah i know i've been fat for a long time i know all those tricks <laughs> I, know, I know all the tricks marco the mvp the intern what's going on dude no nothing much uh like i said just uh enjoying this uh like you guys said nice fall weather you know, and uh, enjoying the uh, the cool draft, unlike the other draft that we don't enjoy. That but, was pretty um, cold too. Yeah, yeah, it's it was freezing cold, almost unbearable. But uh, yeah, just doing good over here. Twin Magic is down. I made sure Ooh. of that. Um, so hopefully the uh, the fiend doesn't come and take me away like he did last week for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the, the fiend woke the babies up. What did you guys get into this weekend? Uh, I drove uh, six hours round trip to meet Kurt Angle. I saw that. How, yeah. how 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 was it? How did it go? It was pretty awesome. I mean, uh, the drive wasn't too bad. I had a bunch of podcasts to listen to, so I just banged out some of those. And uh, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm in the car all day for work, so it's not a huge hassle to be in the car for three hours. It was a super easy drive. Uh, I went to a, it was he was uh, signing autographs at a horror convention, which you you would have loved. Um, oh, I, yeah. I, I didn't hate it, but I'm not like a horror. I don't know anything. I enjoy watching horror movies, but I don't know, you know, any of the actors or anything like that. Uh, right. So I, I basically walked in, got my stuff signed, and walked out. Got back. Well, I stopped at a sub shop that has like the best subs in the world. That's in the land. I City. saw that too. Yeah. yeah. I should have taken a picture of the actual sub, but uh, yeah. Why well, take a picture of the sign? I still have you, some. You I still don't have let some. Us- I spent fifty dollars oh, on subs. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. the kind of place. Yeah, you like realize you're like, holy yep. shit, I can't yeah, believe the I just line that was like dogs. twenty people long. You know, you know, it was taking forever. So between like gas and then the parking garage and then the ticket to get into the horror convention and then the picture with Kurt Angle and the autographs and the subs and the tolls. You know, it's a pretty expensive six hours, but uh, and you had and you had to buy some new paint pens. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that too. If anybody is trying to get into auto, uh, these are my first autographs I've ever gotten in my life. But uh, Kurt Angle was cool as hell. I talked to him for you know a couple minutes. There was you know wasn't a huge amount of people. I kind of got there right when the convention opened, like ten or eleven. 
I was going to ask how it was, like whether it was kind of like a, a, a rushed situation where they're kind of like moving people through like a cattle call or did you get like a couple of minutes with the man? I could have gotten more. I was, and I wasn't say I was nervous, but I just was like, I kind of blanked on anything to talk to him about. I was just like, yeah, I love you, man. Or, no, I didn't yeah. say that, but uh, there were, you know, there wasn't a ton of people. I mean, no, I don't think anyone really came there just for that. People that were, you know, at the horror convention right. that maybe possibly had been wrestling fans uh, were, were hanging out. But uh, yeah, I, t- I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm a Ravens fan. I know you're from Pittsburgh. And he like laughed and we talked about it. I was like, you know, thanks for sacrificing your body for, you know, so many great memories. You know, you're my favorite. All the things you sacrifice your body. You're still real to me, damn it. Uh, oh, man. I, no, get su- cool. I get super starstruck, too. So I can't say anything. Like, I, I get like, Seth always cracks up because anytime we see somebody like famous, I like hide behind like a pole or something and like take, <laughs> take a picture from afar. Like, I don't know what it is, but like famous people make me so nervous. Um, so like when I go to meet and greet experiences, I'm always like, <laughs> like a little kid or something, you yeah, know, it's like, like oh. okay, sign it. Okay. I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. I have to like pump, I have to pump myself up. Like when we met Seth Rollins and like Bre- Bret Hart was actually really cool. Like I thought I was going to be really nervous meeting Bret Hart, but it was super chill. And I actually got to like sit down and talk. I wasn't nearly as nervous, but if I like, I feel like if I saw like somebody like, I mean, obviously like the rock, I mean, that would like oh be like God. a, yeah. a plus level nervous, you know, but, um, even like, I don't know, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm like, oh my God, like I would just die, you know? <laughs> yeah, I felt so, sort of the same way. I did uh, take uh, some advice of some of our Twitter followers and got some paint pens. I got some Sharpie paint pens because I couldn't find the brand that everybody was talking about. But the Sharpie ones were great. Uh, they were, I had to like kind of coax them into working and like kind of shake the ink before I left. And then when I got there, I, I wrote with, you know, on the back of the package, I wrote with them a little bit just to have, make sure that the, the ink was working, but they came out great. I did three elite figures, well, two elites, and then one, the the Kurt Angle entrance great. I got all three of them signed, one in red, one blue, and one in white uh, paint pen. So uh, that'll be going on my Kurt Angle display whenever I get that all set up. And uh, it was it was a cool, a cool little trip. The wife let me get out of the house and, um, you know, just go meet Kurt Angle for a day. So, uh, you know, I was got home at like five o'clock after the drive and uh you know it was a good a good time i enjoyed it that's awesome yeah you, you owe her one for that that's a that's a that's a cool wife move right there um i took the little guy to uh, i did like the, the i did the basic october weekend thing you know the basic white chick i took my kid to a pumpkin patch um <laughs> tried to like take some pictures and stuff um there was like a petting zoo and all that so we did like the whole like harvest experience there um it was it was hot as balls actually we, we've been talking about how like nice the weather's been and everything but it was actually hot that day that i oh, took him geez. to the pumpkin patch yeah and it was so funny because you know like we were wearing like normal clothes like i had on like a um little tank top like dress thing and um Brett had on like shorts and shorts and a t-shirt, but it was so funny because I was like, Oh my God, you can tell like the Insta moms because they like <laughs> had their kids, like it was hot and they had their kids in like fall sweaters, oh, yeah. like, you know, like trying to like get all these like perfect Insta photos. And I'm like, I'm like global, like climate change is real. Like, you know, you're not fooling anyone. Like no. they're going to see, they're going to see the sweat droplets on your kids' heads, <laughs> you know, like, so you, unless you like airbrush those out, like people are going to know your kids were like so pissed off and like grumpy because you made them wear a sweater and it's like 85 degrees outside. Um, but we had fun. We got, you know, caramel apple, like the whole, the whole thing. So we had a nice little, you know, basic girl harvest weekend. Okay. What about you, Marco? What'd you get into? Uh, not that much this weekend. I, you know, stayed pretty low key. Um, the kids are kind of sick. They're starting to get a cold mm, in this, uh, in this, yeah, this bad weather. So, uh, 
Um, Sunday was really nice. I wish I could have won out, uh, but that didn't happen because they were they were incapacitated at that point. But um, just watch some football. You know, that's how we do it in this in this time of year. And uh, uh, that was pretty much it. Not very very uneventful this this weekend for me. Um, we had some uh, painters coming this week to do some of the rooms around the house. So we have, we do have to get out. So we'll probably. Head around the uh, Uh-oh. yeah. Marco's, <laughs> gotta... Marco's doing the home reno bit. Uh-oh. You do you want to yeah. warn him about that, Phil? Yeah, <laughs> make sure you're okay with sleeping in your in-laws for three months straight. Yeah, that was. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're uh, our plans are just uh, it's basically just gonna be like a like a couple of days, nothing too crazy. Um, but we're just gonna head to uh, Salem because we live like maybe like a half hour away from Salem, so. Around this time in October, it's pretty much the whole month is witches and you know. Yeah, that's pretty all cool. That crazy I was stuff say, that's a, nice, a nice time of year to go somewhere like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really fun. There's a lot of they have a lot of stuff like pretty much every weekend, a lot of different like festivities and stuff like that. So um, I would not want to live there during this time of year, but um, I'll definitely visit. But yeah, so that's pretty much what's what going on on my end. Awesome. Well, I mean, our weekends were our weekends were okay, but like, let's talk about this this week of wrestling because oh, God. <laughs> it was. Um, I mean, I wouldn't want to say it was eventful because it really wasn't. Like, we didn't have any like major pay per views or anything like that that we normally you know cover. But it was just kind of like I felt like they it was like a big built up thing, and then it was just kind of like a wet fart, you know. As much as I hate the term wet fart, this this uh, draft is is the definition of wet fart. When you when you run a wrestling company and you can basically do, you're not beholden to any kind of rules of what you can do or not do, and you come up with the most vanilla, milk toast, boring as fuck draft of all time that made zero sense and was completely un- just unentertaining and cringeworthy. That yeah. I, I can't even believe there was a fucking uh, fox uh, robot in the draft room. That that was probably the best part. I, I mean, know. I was gonna say I actually liked the fox robot. He was probably the best part. The, uh, you, had, you had people like staring at computers that had a, a screensaver on and pretending yeah. to be like wearing yeah. the same clothes Friday and Monday, and mm-hmm. and and basically there was a handful of people that changed brands, but. If you watch Raw next week and you see Seth Rollins and AJ Styles and and all these guys, Lashley, Ricochet, I mean, it's 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 all the same people. I mean, it really. If it, I guess if they're going to make sure these brand brand splits stay, it makes sense. But I mean, you could have made this real. You could have thrown a couple NXT guys into this to make it interesting. I mean, it was just so uneventful that who who even cares? Yeah, it was it was definitely a strange. I don't know. So uh, let me start on a positive note. I did like that it was more Fox versus USA instead of like Raw versus SmackDown. You know what I mean? I kind of I thought it was kind of cool that it was like the networks battling over the superstars. Um, but again, the little phony draft rooms, I was just like, this is so corny and so cringeworthy. Like, you know, when they're like shooting off little confetti guns, when they get our truth, you're like, okay, now you're, now you're like jumping the shark. You know what I mean? Um, and I just feel like, 
I don't know. Uh, the, I guess I guess on Monday. Let me let's start on Tuesday. So on Tuesday, uh, not, can we start not with, how, how are they celebrating draft picks when the other team or the other brand drafted somebody? There's no way that they're they're not going to get the person that they selected because <laughs> it's their pick. There's no way. True. Like they're why are they waiting to hear it be announced when they turned it in? They've that's the person it you're in. getting. <laughs> no sense. Well, the list, that was the thing on Tuesday night. The whole list came out of all the draft picks while the draft was on. So I think the first round had been announced. And then Friday, the Friday night. Friday. Oh, my God. I don't, yeah. See, like, I'm, I'm still on like Tuesday night SmackDown. Yeah, on Friday, when they did SmackDown, uh, the list came out of all of the draft picks. And we were like, is this real? And sure enough, it was posted by WWE. I guess it just got leaked, or maybe they just didn't give a shit. And, you know, we're just like, okay, well, you know, this is kayfabe or not. We don't care. We're just going to post the list. Um, and it was exactly like the list. So it was like the whole rest of the show. You're just kind of like, okay, well, now we already know who's who's going where. And I don't know if I missed this, um, which is very possible this past week. It's been, it's been a crazy week here as far as like, you know, just life. Uh, but did they announce that certain people were off limits to be drafted? Because like, I didn't understand that part, like how... Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's cool. Like Becky, Becky went first overall, which was cool, right? Like super, like a woman went first overall in the draft. Like I loved it. Um, Becky's definitely deserving. She, like I said, she's had a career year, but I was thinking like, well, why, like, why are Seth and Brock and like all these people not getting picked, you know? And then somebody was like, oh, well, they're not eligible to be drafted. And I'm like, well, when did that come out? I don't remember that coming out. Yeah. I guess it was a pool for each show, which, which kind of makes sense because you can't have like. Like we talked about it last week, you can't have the top four, like thirty people getting drafted on SmackDown, and then basically Raw is just like the end of the NFL draft, where it's a bunch of people you've True. Never heard yeah. of. So that kind of makes sense, but they definitely never announced it. And Raw took Natalia in the third round of the draft. Natalia, yeah. what what is that? Yeah, there was some. There was definitely some questionable picks. Bailey kind of went like really low in the draft. I'm like, she's the women's SmackDown champion. Like, she she's the champion, and she like was like at the bottom of the draft board. You know. What What I'm really worried about is now that the Fiend is on SmackDown, obviously not winning at Crown Jewel. I would say because he's he's facing Seth, and they, now they're on separate brands. But with with Brock on SmackDown. Wh- I mean, the fiend is already halfway dead from what we saw at Hell in the Cell. What, what do you do with the fiend now? I mean, let's let's go through some of the picks that we liked and we didn't like. That kind of make sense. That can give people a new life or vice versa. I think this is not good for the fiend. I think it's it's good to have him on the on the big probably the bigger spotlight now that Fox's Fox has SmackDown. But I don't see like I would want him. I, mean, I don't know if he's just not in the main event picture anymore. Where do you see Bray Wyatt going from here? Is it a Roman Reigns feud? What What do you think happens next after this Seth thing is over? Honestly, I have no idea um, because I don't see the I don't see the Fiend not winning at Crown Jewel, right? Well, if the, I guess you know, has it been officially announced that they're fighting at Crown Jewel, right? Yeah, like they, they are. Okay, yeah. No, uh, no, whatever. Oh, it's a, a false count, false yeah. count anywhere match. Yeah, right. So it's been it's been announced that they're fighting. Um, but the thing about it is, is like he's a SmackDown superstar now. So is the Universal title going to SmackDown? Because I don't see there's any way they're going to let the first bout end in a no contest. And then the second bout be a Falls Count Anywhere match. And then Bray's going to lose, right? Like they, I, I mean, 
I just can't see that happening because they've done that to Bray so many times. That's like his, that's like his narrative. And the fiend is like the hottest thing. Well, he was the hottest thing. I feel like they've kind of like put a, a wet blanket on his flame. Um, and speaking of flames, uh, Seth Rollins burnt down the Firefly Funhouse last night, which I'm like, well, what does that mean? Is there yeah. no more Firefly? Is there no more Firefly Funhouse segments? Did we kill the Firefly Funhouse on Raw just because Bray's on SmackDown? Like, there's a lot of confusing things that are happening right now, and I'm sure we'll get a little bit of clarity. But like, my biggest my biggest gripe is that like, I don't see this sticking. Like, I don't see these superstars not crossing boundaries. I mean, we already have like inner intermixed feuds, like for the, for the titles. I mean, the, the women's um, tag, the women's tag championships can go across brands, right? So there's going to be women fighting on both raw and SmackDown. Right. So it's just like, I don't know. It's just 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 annoying. Yeah. It's it's just like, it's just, I mean, I understand that you want to have this kind of be more realistic, but I don't really watch wrestling for it to be realistic. I mean, that's why I watch football and and real sports. I mean, I watch wrestling to be entertained and just like get my mind off of stuff. I don't need it to be like like a by the rules book, like with (laughs) this big list of rules. And, um, and, and didn't they say that you, you could draft people together? Why did they draft Alexa Bliss and Nikki Nikki Cross Cross separately? Yeah. what did yeah? They just a lot of things that just kind of contradict themselves. So I mean, speaking of those two, did you hear the the latest news? Triple H has been like saying all day he's he's got this blockbuster announcement of this trade that's going to be happening between Raw and SmackDown. Well, he just announced it, and we're thinking like, oh well, maybe the Fiend is going to Raw. Like maybe that's what it is because he was building it up to be like this really huge deal. And sure enough, um, Alexa and Nikki are have been traded to SmackDown. That was the big trade. For for I'm traded like, for what? Um, it doesn't say. <laughs> it oh just says God. here the, the official the official announcement from WWE. Yes, I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, what did they get in return? It didn't even say. It says breaking <laughs> as as announced by Triple H on WWE backstage on FS1. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross have been traded to SmackDown. Yeah, what the hell did what the hell did? Ro- Raw get in return for that. What is what um, is WWE backstage? I've never heard. Is that a new TV show? I guess it's like an online segment. Um, oh my god! For, this is just for... going. <laughs> when when uh, you, you can't hype up something like that, I mean, you can't. Why would you hype that up? That is not anything anyone's going to care about. Yeah this this whole week, I I just I don't. And what does want it matter be... if they're if they're if the tag team titles go to both brands? What I guess they just didn't have enough. Females. Well, they're not they're not the they're not yeah, the tag. Yeah, I know. Champions. But if they can compete for it on either brand, they don't have to be on SmackDown just because the Kabuki True. Warriors are. I don't even know where they're at. Yeah. This is. Can you weigh in here, Marco? Did you have anything positive to say about this that we that maybe we're not <laughs> touching on? Um. Well, so uh, so WWE backstage is the um. The new show that's going to air after Friday Night uh, SmackDown with Renee Young and Booker T. It's like a um, like a review show, like a like a post show, like Talking Smack. Do. Yeah, like like Talking Smack, but more sports oriented because it's obviously on Fox Sports One. Um, but I have a I have a so you guys mentioned the Rollins and the Fiend facing each other for the Universal Title, um, and they didn't mention who they traded. I mean, since they're on SmackDown. Possibly the fiend could have been traded on, like on Raw, for True. them too. So we don't even know yet, and I think that's going to be the announcement. Like they got announced that the that Bray Wyatt was traded 
But I mean, does, went... does SmackDown just realize that they just got the shaft yeah. in if, that trade? I mean, I I mean, if if they were keeping it like kayfabe with a sports oriented thing, they're probably not going to want a character like the Fiend on Friday Night SmackDown if it's a part of like this four day sports block. Even though it is wrestling, we know yeah. it's wrestling. It's crazy. It's Gaga, all that stuff. But if they're going to keep it with that type of theme, probably not going to want a fiendish character on that show. Raw is probably more fitting for that. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking anyway. I'm not sure if that's a, a thing that they're thinking of, but that's that would be my pick. Um, the other part, I think I told you guys this earlier, I hate the fact that they don't split up couples. I'm, I'm all about love. I love the love. I love relationships. I love all that stuff. I'm married. You're gonna I send. You're it. gonna send these couples to Temptation Island, man. This is what you're gonna do. Yes. When you split them up, they're gonna go. They're gonna go to Temptation Island, and you know, then yes. you're gonna be like, ah, oh, you know. You know what? If these couples can't, you know, you know, keep the, like, the if they can't, they can't, you know, stand the heat, stay out of the kitchen. So <laughs> if, if they, you know, like if I, I just hate the fact that you like it's predictable when they when you. When you pick like Charlotte Flair for Raw, you know automatically like Andrade is going to Raw. If you pick Selena Vega, you automatically know Alistair Black's going to Raw. And, right, and with Rollins, you know that Becky's going. To Raw. It's like it's it's way too predictable. You know those people are going to be on that show. They're not going anywhere else. So like I, I I just hate the fact that they keep couples together. I don't see why they can't still travel together. They pretty much go to the same cities, so it's not like they're you know, going to different areas of, of the country or even the world. They all pretty much travel together. Yeah, but they, they do like separate they do like separate house shows and stuff like that though. You know what I mean? So it's like I mean they're on the road doing appearances and stuff like that. So I mean I can totally see I mean, coming from my perspective, I would want to be like if the heel husband was on raw, I'd be like no, I'm gonna be on Raw. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I ain't gonna be on SmackDown. No, he ain't gonna be in Nashville, and I'm gonna be in Memphis. Like that, it ain't happening, right? Like, I mean, so I give you an example though. They, there's, there are two people that are on separate companies and they're still together, married. That would be Adam John Cole Moxley. and Britt Baker. Yeah, John Moxley, Renee Young. They're all separate. They there was a time where John Moxley was the U.S. champion. He was over in Japan fighting. And she was over here, and they, they seem to be pretty good. So that's, I, I mean, that's true. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a military couple, so I know what it's like to be, to be apart and be away from your, from your significant other. So I totally um, get it. I mean, you can be a strong, loving couple and still spend time apart, but that doesn't mean it doesn't suck. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that it's easy oh, yeah. and that you know you don't want to. Um, that you don't want to be with them. But yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do for your freaking job. Like I said, Britt Baker and Adam Cole, like they work for two completely separate um, companies. Right. And I mean, I, I don't know how much they get to see each other or how much they're on the road, but um, as far as like real life, I can see why they want to be together. But uh, in the draft sense that you're talking about, yeah, you're like, okay, well obviously Andrade is going to raw, you know? And also the fact that Becky and Charlotte both got drafted to raw. I'm like, well, we've seen this feud before. <laughs> This is yeah. Can't wait for those. Is, can't wait for those matches I haven't seen yet. Yeah, all. and you know, and they're they're always good matches, but it's just like, oh god, here we go again. They're gonna tie these two together, um, for the first half of the year, for God knows how long. So, we'll we'll see. Um, it, was there anything positive that came out of the draft? I mean, I feel like there was some. There was some stuff on Smack or on Raw, you know, that was that was okay, but um, 
as far as like all the draft stuff, I was just like, I could have done without it. I would have rather them just like posted a list online, like before the show started and be like, okay, here are, here are our new uh, SmackDown superstars. Here are our new raw superstars and just called it a day and not like effed with the show. Yeah, yeah, you could have focused more on like seeing new matches with some of these people, or like you could do like a fi- you know this is his final match on Raw. You know he's heading mm-hmm. to SmackDown type of thing. I don't know why they didn't just draft like why even have all these some of these guys like like EC3, Eric Young, Apollo Cruz. Like after SmackDown, these guys didn't get drafted, and then they got like they were just free agents. Like I don't understand the point of that. Like make make everyone feel like you know when you're looking at this, you're like oh shit, this these guys didn't even get drafted. Like I'm sure I even like yeah. care about them going forward in the future. Exactly. Like, does, does exactly. WWE even care about them? Like, so. Yeah, uh, and why do they get to choose? Like, if I w- if I got picked in the first part of the draft, I'd be pissed. I would want to choose what show I was on, right? Like, if I was Seth Rollins and I was like one of the top guys in the company, I would want to be able to choose what show I'm on. But then you got like EC3 and the Usos and like all these guys, and they just get to like kind of pick where they go Raw or SmackDown. You know what I mean? I feel like that's like a privilege that should be saved for the top talent, right? Yep. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if and and to see how long they keep these brands separate, which is uh, I I don't know they, are they going to do like pay-per-views are still like combined, but just the the shows are separate. They didn't really they haven't really talked no, about they, that. I don't think much. they've talked about that yet or if they have, I've totally I've totally been in the dark about it, but I can only imagine that pay-per-views are going to be a separate affair. I feel like they're going to be like, you know, there's going to be a SmackDown pay-per-view and a Raw pay-per-view, which I feel like is going to be stressful because that's going to mean more pay-per-views throughout the remember when it was when they were yeah, brand split were like, like every in the three beginning? weeks it was like every three weeks there was a freaking pay-per-view and i was like oh my freaking god i can't keep up yeah and some of the smackdown ones were at the end there before they kind of joined them back together were just like you know obviously yeah. they have a bigger roster now but uh so yeah we weren't too high on the wwe draft but uh yeah sorry to start the show off on a poop note you know yeah. it was uh, that, but I mean, I, f- I feel like it was the the elephant in the room because it, it literally sure. just happened, and it was just kind of like, okay, we got to talk about this. Also today, we saw Eric Bischoff relieved of his duties, and now our boy Pr- uh, Bruce Pritchard is in charge of of SmackDown. He's the executive producer of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see what happened here. I mean, Bischoff obviously must have moved to you know Connecticut and moved, you know, bought a new house or rented a house or That's what you know, I heard. Yeah. We yeah. his whole family up there. Because um, you know, it's a pretty big gig and you know, I don't know if it's even been a couple months. Did did we ever see him do anything like on screen? Well, he was at the Raw um reunion. Was it the Raw reunion or Raw twenty five? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, one the of Raw. The, it was, yeah, it was Raw twenty five. Yeah, one of the one of the Raw legend shows that they had. Um, he was on there in a backstage segment, like a like a, it was like they were having like an office party yeah. backstage. Um, that's when he told he Maria, like, uh, if this whole thing doesn't work out, like, I guess d- if your pregnancy doesn't work out, you can come over to SmackDown or something like. What? <laughs> what? Oh God! I, I yeah. I can't remember what he said, but I remember just like his appearance was just kind of like, oh, there he is. But yep. yeah, as far as like his uh, like creative direction and stuff, I don't know that he ever really had an impact, or if he did, it wasn't noticeable enough to take note of, right? So, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't really care either way. It doesn't it doesn't bother me. I mean, if Bruce. I mean, I'm excited to see if, you know, Bruce does a better job. I'm, I, I definitely think there's a Paul Heyman influence on Raw, um, but I don't think that Bischoff really made an impact on 
uh, SmackDown. No, I don't think so either. So we'll we'll see how things change. The last couple of weeks, you know, before the draft, I mean, I enjoyed the first episode of uh, SmackDown on Fox. So we'll see mm-hmm. uh, where it goes from here. But obviously, they're going to want someone in charge there with with so many eyeballs on that show. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, any other news? Did anybody watch the NWA show? I have not watched it yet. I've been meaning to. They have two, their second episode. I think was is tonight. So we record on Tuesday night, which makes it hard to watch. But it's on YouTube, and I've heard nothing but good things. It's just a like a studio show. So it's in you know mm-hmm. in front of like uh, you know 100, 200 people in like a studio. But uh, saw some clips. It looked pretty cool. And uh, the former Damian Miz Mizdow showed up. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll see. It looks promising. I have not. Yeah, I have not gotten to watch it yet. But like you, I've only heard good things. I've heard it's got like a real like old school vibe. I mean, like I said before earlier, we we got the Crockett Cup, and I really enjoyed watching that. You know, just like kind of that style of wrestling. That's pretty much been the only like NWA that I've gotten to watch since you know since that. Um, so I'm I'm excited. I, I think I'll tune in every once in a while and um, just see see what they got going on there because. Um, like I said, everybody was like high on it. They were like, oh, yeah, it was actually really good. So and it was so smart of them to like slide into that Tuesday night time slot. Right. Where there's like nothing else, no other wrestling going on. So very smart. smart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. now we have every single night of the week covered. So that's good. <laughs> we can just you can watch as much wrestling as you freaking want to. You're to your heart's desire um we didn't even really talk about uh bailey turning heel on on smackdown on fox so this was kind of again uh, a wet fart moment um i think it was just too long in the making you know like i feel like if they would have done it right when sasha came back and they became like these heel besties um, it would have been a little bit more impactful, but they waited to like several weeks and just kind of let her be this like weird in between, like, I'm just following Sasha. Like she's my best friend, you know, like I, I still love the fans and I still love the people and I still love wrestling, but you know, Sasha's my best friend. And then all of a sudden she comes out with a new haircut, which I guess is the protocol. You have to have new hair if you're going to change your, your gimmick. Um, and kills her Bailey buddies. And then, you know, now she's officially a heel. Got some new music too. Yeah, it sounds like The Rock's old music. If you listen to it, and I've heard some clips on of uh, some house shows since uh, since Friday. So uh, yeah, it just doesn't like we've talked about on this show when we were when we were kids, when we were growing up. When you go from like 1995 to 2000, I mean, it's a, it's an entirely new roster. But mm-hmm. we we I mean, we can only do so much with seeing like you mentioned about uh charlotte and becky you know they're both great they're both you know awesome on the mic they're both awesome in the ring but we've seen them rest it's the john cena randy orton thing i mean you just can't see these guys back in the day we would get uh, you know a whole new roster people would leave to go to wcw and move around now it's you know people are getting re-signed just to hang out in the back and eat at catering just so they don't go to aew Uh, and, and we're just getting kind of like overkill on these same matches that we see all the time so uh yeah it, it's a ton of talent that we get to watch each and every week probably the most talent they've ever had in the company but um that's the one downfall of the the you know Dolph Ziggler we we go back to those retro wrestling recommendations of the week and Dolph Ziggler was wrestling at you know backlash 2009 for the IC title or for the tag team titles and he's doing the same thing 10 years later and uh you know that's just crazy to think about so yeah, and I think they had a huge missed opportunity too because you know uh, she won the on Friday night she won the SmackDown Women's Championship um, from Charlotte, so she became the new 
um, women's champ. And then on Monday, they, instead, they had advertised for Becky and Sasha to fight for the first pick in the draft. Like, who who gets to choose first, right? Um, and Sasha is obviously injured, which we'll, which we'll touch on in just a second. But Sasha's injured. And I was thinking, like, oh, well, ob- the obvious answer is to have the SmackDown Women's Champion and the Raw Women's Champion fight for, you know, to see who gets the first pick. And instead, they had Charlotte come out. And I was like... What the hell? Like you have your sm- your brand new SmackDown Women's Champ in the back doing nothing, and you have Charlotte come out, you know, to open the show. Like, I just yeah, I don't that, know. That was a little weird, yeah, and yeah, and, and we saw Becky go over Charlotte. Uh, I, I don't know what they're gonna do with those two. I mean, I guess, I mean, Charlotte just seems well, to be flip flopping, flopping back and forth, you know. Every so often, sure. I just I just sure. want her to be built back up to like what she was and go on a, like a nice title reign. But you know, it's not going to happen with with how hot Becky is right now. So. Well, I know. Well, and Becky and Charlotte, uh, Becky and Sasha still have a feud going on, and now they're on different brands. So it's like, yep, yeah, true. You know what? What the heck? Like, what's gonna what's gonna come of that? Are we just gonna like is was Hell in the Cell the final chapter of that, and we're just gonna like cut it off there and then start brand new with Charlotte and Becky? I don't know. Anyway, um, I just wanted to touch on that because I think that was probably one of the biggest things that happened um, on Raw and SmackDown. Obviously, we saw Seth Rollins enter first person we've seen like actually enter the Firefly Funhouse besides Bray and the puppets. Um, and so, you know, that was that was kind of shocking to see like somebody else in the funhouse. Uh, and he burned it down. So he got rid of got rid of the funhouse. Um, he killed Rambling Rabbit. Bray Wyatt confirmed that Rambling Rabbit was consumed by the fire oh, and he's no, no longer with us. So R.I.P. Rambling Rabbit. Um, and that I'm just like, man, what a heel move, Seth. Like he was your biggest fan, you yeah. know? Yeah, you had the like, action figure and everything. Yeah. And he he uh, he like dressed up, had the costume, he was doing the cosplay. And you freaking killed him, dude. So yeah, kind of a kind of a heel move, which um, makes a little bit of sense because the crowd was like booing the shit out of him um, after he burned down the funhouse. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to. I mean, they have to get him away from the fiend, I think, because fan, yeah. fans have turned on it quick. But what you won't turn on is one of our sponsors for our show here on Inside the Squared Circle. It's uh, Chalkline. Chalkline makes oh. some badass jackets, some badass yeah. shorts, anything wrestling related, and even like nostalgia, 90s gear, everything you'd want. They posted today where they have a new hoodie with the Fiend on it, with the, uh, mm-hmm. the zip up, it zips all the way up, and then you have like the Fiend mask on the front of the hoodie. Uh, they just came yeah. out with some Outsiders jackets for Hall and Nash. So it's uh, use code CHICK, C H I C K, get 15% off there on their website. Uh, they are doing some awesome stuff. They always have new stuff coming out, and uh, Sheena's closet is basically devoted to Chalkline. So she, I got my own little pop up. Yeah, if you need yeah. any advice, give her a shout. <laughs> For sure, Marco. You went to uh, I went to the first episode of AEW Dynamite. You went to the second episode last week. Uh, tell us about your whole experience, man. How was it? Um, it was actually really good. I really enjoyed the show. Um, and my, uh, mine was a little bit different from yours. There, are, there were people in the merch line. The merch line was actually, it took about like 15, 20 minutes to actually get anything. Um, they had two merch stands um, at the arena um, that I was at. So, um, and they had different shirts at each merch stand. Uh, there were a couple of the same uh, for like Jericho and Cody and uh, the Bucks, uh, but for like uh, Rio, which is 
you know, on, on its way to, uh, to the big guy over there. <laughs> oh, um, the, the, boozer, the, the boozer white's going to rock his Rio shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually, I actually want one now. Cause I, I was looking at it and I was like, I was like, oh, I should have bought one of my size. It's a, it's a nice <laughs> color scheme. I'm not too big on the, the, uh, the, uh, the logo, but it's, it's really, it's a cool, like baseball tee. The material is really nice. It's that soft. Oh, nice. The softest of soft oh. material. Man, AEW is um, cranking out soft tees. Okay. Okay. Right, I, see I, see you, I see you, AEW. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I did stay in the merch stand and I did uh, actually grab a, they actually had a uh, Kenny Omega shirt, which is pretty cool. Soft tee as well. Um, it, it doesn't look like a wrestling shirt at all. That's why I grabbed it. It's him doing that like kind of like pointing thing that he does, and it has a bunch of like crazy logos on all over it. So that one's pretty cool. Um, there were children there. I can f- confirm there were were children and women. Women Whoa. were at the show. Wow. Um, yeah. Nice. Um, so I, I figured that because even even my the my buddies that I went with we we were actually talking about like oh we've heard that there's no like women going to these shows and it's neck bearded guys and. <laughs> guys were in all black at these shows so uh yeah. we were t- kind of curious but no we were standing in line and there were there were children there there were there were females there that's which good. is that's good to hear very uh yeah. wow i mean they i mean they do have like guys there that i think women would find attractive um so <laughs> i think anyway uh, but anyway uh but yeah so we get there it's um the opening matches they actually have um debuted tonight on AEW dark which are uh it was a three-way with Sonny Kiss, uh, the librarian, and Kip Sabian. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really awesome uh, three-way match. Uh, the crowd was really into that one. Um, really uh, cheering for Sonny Kiss. Sonny Kiss was getting a lot of the uh, the, the love from the uh, for the Boston audience there. Um, so that was great. Um, I think they after that they just opened. Uh, um, so that was like a, about a twenty-minute match. Um, then they opened the show. Did you either of you get, yeah, I said you didn't watch it, right? No, I haven't gotten to watch it at all. I mean, like I said, I watched some clips on, on YouTube and Instagram and things like that of like highlights and stuff, but I didn't get to watch the actual show. Um, I, I tuned into NXT instead. So, um, so you did miss a pretty good opening match with the, uh, young bucks in private party. Oh, Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen that. Oh my God. I'm not sure if you've seen that clip where uh, I forget his name. I always forget it. But, uh, one of the, um, Guys, they just basically did a cardio run back and forth, doing Who, leaps over the rope. One of the young bucks um, or one of the private? No, party? one of the um, private party guys. Mm. Let me look up his name real quick while I talk about it. I think it's but, um, Marcus something. Isn't it Marcus something? Yeah, Marcus he, Quinn. Yeah, is it? he went like he did like uh, like eight suicide dives in a row, just like yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Back and forth, yeah. like across the ring. Yes, yeah, so it was like one side he did a suicide dive to one of the bucks. The other one he did like a, a over the rope suicide dive. Then he went back and did a like a backwards flip. Oh, it, it was, it oh, was yeah. pretty insane. I'm looking at it right tight. now. It looks like yeah. uh, they gave it a they gave it a grade A for this tag team um, match, the private party and Young Bucks. So yeah, I'll definitely go back and check that out for sure. Yeah, if, you, if you're gonna watch one of the matches at least from that show, definitely watch that one. That was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the women's tag match was decent. Um, they're getting a lot better. There weren't as many like botches and stuff like that as we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> It was Rio, Rio, and her grandma. Some like the the one that's dressed up like yeah. uh, the guy from Queen. Tell me, yeah. about, oh god, awful. Tell yeah, me about uh, Darby Allen um, being becoming the number one contender. Was he over? Like, did, did like was the crowd like super into it when he won? 
So what happened was uh, a lot of people were taken. I think a lot of the energy was taken away from that opening match. And um, it, it oh, the match started off kind of slow, the Darby Allen and um, Jimmy Havoc match. But towards the end of it, the crowd got into it more, and it was – and they were they're actually rooting for Darby Allen to win, I think, just because they want to see him. That's face. gonna be an interesting yeah. match, Darby Allen versus Chris Jericho. Yeah. Um, I think I think that was I forget what the order of the matches went. I did leave to go grab a beer. I'm not sure if it was after that match. Um, but while I was waiting for a beer, Chris Jericho comes out and does that crazy promo. So I was not <laughs> in the Oh my gosh. Oh no. But, yeah. But you could well, they had like TVs all over the place, so you can like yeah. watch it. Um, so I'm like, I hear his music playing. I'm like, oh my god, I get it back, I get it back. So I'm in line, I'm in line. Um, this guy in front of me is like talking to the guy. There. I'm like, hurry Shut up, I gotta get it there. Yeah, he turns to me and he goes, oh my god, he's like, this show is so good. This is my first ever wrestling show. This is the greatest thing ever. I'm like, yeah, it's great, man. You hear Jericho's music? Uh, yeah. I gotta get, <laughs> I gotta get back to my seat. Hurry up. Oh. Um, but yeah, then he then he did uh, laid out that kick ass promo, which I I loved. A lot of people so were like. Eh. I thought I thought it was okay. I I just feel like again, um, we I feel like AEW weighs heavily on shitting on WWE for and listen, we shit on WWE for like the first half hour of this show. We're yeah. we are not, we are not we are not innocent by any stretch of yeah. the imagination. But for a company that like I feel like that's I feel like that's their version of a cheap pop. You know what I mean? Like instead yeah. of being like Denver, Colorado, like at here in Denver, Colorado, they're like, you know, create WWE creative sucks and everybody's like, well, Yeah You know, so, so, so it's just like, you know. Yeah, so what I took from it was like if anyone can talk crap about WWE, it's Chris Jericho. If I'm going to give anyone that like torch in AEW, I'm going to give it to him. Just because he still he he said that he was like, oh, the We the People is like dead, and you it, know it is. it is. But then he's yeah. still he's still using his uh, list gimmick. He's like, that's why he made the list. Yeah, he, yeah. Like, he just I think that was just like a little like you know, not like, he threw that out there. You think it was like a? You think he was like catering to the? To the WWE marks out there, or I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm like, how can you say one one WWE gimmick was like horrible and created, well, you know, like horrible creative, and well, then yeah, he didn't you know, create that. He well, created the list. I disagree. The I disagree about the uh, We the People <laughs> thing because that, it was over. Yeah, it's, it's still, the, people, people, people are still chaining really it. Over. The yeah. people were chaining it, and then yeah. then Jericho told them to stop chaining it, and they all cheered. Like, yeah, that was stupid. Why were we doing that? Like, no, yeah. dude. That's the only reason you know <laughs> I, anything about Jack Swagger was that that gimmick was what got him over the most. They did it. Yeah, so when, he, when he debuted the week before, they were chanting, we the people. You know, yeah. like, it was like, that was like his thing. Like, they were chanting, we the people, and then they did it again. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was just kind of like, it was weird. I mean, I thought the promo was good. I mean, I feel like, I mean, Jericho, I mean, he he's the man. Like, I, I, will, I will say nothing bad about Jericho's promo skills because I love the man. I think he's... He's he's amazing on the mic. Um, but what was weird was while he was talking, uh, Jake Hagar, which I was like, I thought it was ha- Hagar or whatever, but yeah, it's Hagar, like you know, Sammy, Sammy Hagar. Um, they uh, he was just standing there like a freaking mute, you know, just like like staring off into space, you know. And then Chris Jericho kept saying like, "Oh, he's a giant. He's a giant." I'm like you're almost as tall as him, you know, like, it's not like you're standing next to the big show or Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I mean, he was like, I mean, come on, come on. And I mean, listen, I can suspend my disbelief 
<laughs> a little bit, but also saying that he's the greatest MMA fighter in the whole world. Yeah, he, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, Chris, now you've crossed. He's the most feared you. man on the planet. Yeah, Everyone's he's the most afraid of him. He's the Every most feared. Day. Yeah, he's the most feared man in wrestling. And I'm like, Ronda Rousey would snap his neck like a twig. <laughs> you know, like, I, I have no doubt, you know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, I mean the the promo was cool. Is that is their official name? The Inner Circle is that their? Yeah, yeah that is. Okay, yeah. so that's like their official stable name. Okay. Already, already a t-shirt and already broke pro wrestling tees. Wow, did it really? Sick. Yeah, the the right when he announced it, that shirt was. I think they posted a photo, um, like they took a backstage photo wearing uh-huh. those shirts. Broke broke it. They actually wow. put a um, a statement out on like their Instagram saying sorry for the. The site crash. We're doing everything we can get back. All his, sh- all his shirts just bring pro wrestling tees. It's insane. I don't know how people how he does it. Our shirts do just, the same thing, Mark. Yeah. don't worry. Yeah, yeah. When we, we when we put our circle. yeah, we'll do that. We'll do our own inner circle. We'll have our own. <laughs> we'll just take that logo and make it the Chick Foley inner circle with all of us. But with, um, us, any- with us and all of our kids. <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> We're great. we're so we're so badass. The outer <laughs> the outer square. We'll call it the outer square. The outer square. I like These it. My twins are the most feared twins on the planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, so that was that was a I mean it was a good promo. He went in on uh, the the Rhodes family, which is uh pretty pretty crazy. Um saying some harsh things about Dusty and mm-hmm. Dustin and Cody, which is pretty awesome. Um but the I want to skip to the like I mean the main event was great uh, Moxley and um, uh, Sean Spears that match was pretty awesome we had a Pac interference as well as a Kenny Omega interference so it seems like all four of those guys are going to kind of like have some type of like, intertwined storyline it looks mm-hmm. like um, but I'm not, I'm not sure how that's going to go but we'll see um, like I said main event was pretty awesome. Um, Cody run in at the end, obviously, like he did. They did last. I didn't like the end of it because they pretty much did the same thing they did last week, um, where Cody ran in and tried to save the day. And yeah, just like a big drama people. Yeah, I was just like, eh, I didn't like that too much. But the aftermath was are, are pretty cool. That that are also on AEW Dark. The one I want to focus on more is the unsanctioned uh, uh, lights out match with Joey Janela and Kenny Omega. Um, Actually got to see Kenny Omega wrestle in person, and I must say he is the belt machine. That is not a name just thrown at him, or it is given. He it was about a maybe twenty five minute match, a hardcore match, which I've never seen him in before. Mm, wow, it, it, he was pretty impressive. I, I was I was pretty blown away. I, I was really tired by the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> it was like ten like thirty. Um, but even you can if you watch it back, you can see him like you can see him like saying like wake up to the crowd like him and joey janela like because everyone was tired it was like that show just took it out of you because it was like there was so many crazy spots and all that stuff that was happening a lot of the crowd was really into and stuff like that but that last match was he uh he he pulled out some crazy like chair uh spots that were pretty pretty insane his uh, snapdragon flexes on a pile of chairs it was it was it was pretty epic if you haven't seen it definitely youtube that's where it's on watch it it's it's definitely worth it yeah they don't call him the best wrestler in the world for no reason i mean he definitely is like you know i just feel like they they haven't really gotten to showcase 
the Kenny Omega that people know and love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I feel like it's only a matter of time before people see that come out, um, come out of him. And you're like, oh shit, this is the Kenny Omega that everybody was talking about, you know? Yeah. Obviously all around great show though. I really enjoyed it besides like the, the, the lateness of it. Um, other than that, it was it was good. I, I I had to see Dark Order in person. That was another one of the best matches. That. I was just like, ugh. it was Dark Order SCU. Um, I forget the I always the names always escape me. It's the guy that wear they wear like the neon. Wow. Oh yeah, they're not the best friends, are they? No, no, no. That's like THC sixty nine five or something. Craziness like that. Um, but yeah, but it, it, that match was pretty decent. I just, like I said, I'm not a big Dark Order person. Um, don't yeah, don't I'm, you lie. You're into on. that Dark, you know you that like dark that, Order man. business. Uh, okay, all right. I confess. <laughs> that guy yeah. was wearing the outfit right now. Yes. I am, no. I am actually. I am doing this podcast sitting on a pile of dudes. Whenever, yeah. <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever we lose Marco and we like ask Marco a question and he goes blank, he's just got his ball gag in. So it's just like, oh, yeah. We, uh, yeah. Yeah, right, we're like, on, oh, what? What go. happened to Marco? We're like, the twins must have woke up. He's like, no, he's like, he's like, totally like bandaged himself. Yeah, different, <laughs> different kind of twins. Different. He, twins. Yeah, exactly. Gimpsuit, the Two Puerto Rican dudes. Alive and just, well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I have a couple questions. Was the Dark Order were they on after the show went off the air? Yes, they were. They're they're going to be they're on the uh, AEW Dark show. So I, I like that they're doing that with those with those matches and giving them like just kind of some extra content. Yeah. That's cool. But it is interesting that the Dark Order has not been on either of the two first episodes of the show. Um, what about Luchasaurus and or MJF? Were they on the the main show, the main televised show? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Luchasaurus and uh, Jungle Boy, no, uh, they're going to be on this week, which I'm very upset about because I want to see them live. Uh, but MJF uh, teased a, a heel turn to uh, to Cody at the end of the show. They had, oh, uh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, the inner circle had uh, Cody Rhodes like kind of on his mm-hmm. knees and they were holding his head. And MJF had a chair in his hand and it looked like he was going to bash him in the head, but he ended up, you know, beating up the inner circle. And the crowd went nuts, actually. He, he, that was like the biggest pop of the night, I think. Yeah, MJF I think they're going to play. I think they're going to play the long game with that one. I think if they're smart, I think they'll play the long game with that one. I think they should let it build and build and build because they've just now started getting on TV. I mean, this is only their second week on TV. So I, f- I feel like they really need to establish that loyalty between um, Cody and MJF before they they have it all come to a come to a head and, and, you know, obviously have a heel turn. I mean, I guess it's not really a heel turn if you're already a heel, but have a, have a best friend <laughs> breakup. Um, True. With, yeah. With that, uh, with MJF and, uh, and Cody, it's only a matter of time before it happens, but I kind of like this like anticipation of like, mm, you know, where they're constantly like kind of teasing you with it. Yeah. Overall sounds like it was a good show. I do like that uh, private party got put over by the, uh, the young bucks. That was cool. So uh, as the uh, tag team tournament continues there, I will be live. Uh, nobody's going to be live for Dynamite next week. I'm sorry. We can't do three weeks in a row. Nobody lives in Philadelphia. <laughs> I, I know. I'm not driving to Philly, guys. I can't yeah. do it. But yeah, I'm actually driving to Kentucky next week, so I'll be going in the opposite direction. Oh, damn it. Uh, but yeah. I, I will be at full gear uh, when that's in November at some point. So I'll be. Uh, um, what does that even mean? I don't know. That's an awful name for a pay-per-view. It I, is an awful yeah. name for a pay-per-view, but that that was a total aside. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be a fine show. But that's a terrible name. 
Uh, I totally buried the lead. Uh, Marco had this happen to him a couple weeks ago, but my son, Nash Gentile, got a follow on Twitter from the John Cena today. Wow. Yeah, yeah pretty big news. Awesome. Yeah. He doesn't know what that means or what Twitter is, but uh, he will maybe in <laughs> 15 years. Uh, if Twitter's still around at that point, so uh, you just need to screen, just screenshot it, and then like print it off for him so that he'll have it. Because yeah, Twitter will probably be like completely obsolete by the time uh, it'll be like it'll be like Vine. It'll just be dead. So my yeah. my wife texted me like ten minutes ago while we were recording. She, this is I guess something my son said. She he must have called her up to the bedroom. He said last night I heard a witch laughing like he he he, but I think it was in my brain. But mommy, how did that noise get in my brain? Who put it in there? Oh my god! Wow! I know. I was like, Jesus! I know. That's what happens. He's he's been he's been watching too much Hocus Pocus. Oh, it is the Hocus Pocus. I mean, he loves it, but yeah, and it's like to him, that's probably like you know, uh, like a total horror movie. So, no, you want to speak about horror movie? Um, you know, your kid's talking about witches. My kid took a dump in the in the tub tonight. I was like, oh man, I never had that happen to me. That you know what? It's been two years, and I I had heard parents say that their kids had done that before, and I was like, my kid is so above that. Like you know, like my (laughs) my, I have a superior. Like this is a superior child. He's not going to like crap in his in his bath water. You know what I mean? And sure enough, yeah, I like I like leave the room for a second to go get his pajamas, and he's like splashing around in his little like you know five inches of water, and then um, I walk back in there, and I'm like. Oh man! Yeah, Hopefully so, it was like want... a solid, a solid Duke. Yeah, it was. It was a couple little solid balls, but they were like. I mean, oh. it, 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 it was just like floating around in there with them, just like playing, you know, splashing oh, water. And, I'm, oh, yeah. God, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I have to give you a bath from your bath, dude. Like this is not okay, you know. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it was. It was pretty scary. It was almost like you know, um, Psycho. Whenever you know she's like getting stabbed through the shower curtain, like that's that's what I, I know I had to look like uh, when I walked like, in and saw, saw yeah, Turkey floating in the tub yeah my, my kid did that uh my son um and he uh his weren't balls they were like legit like big size ones oh, and, uh, i was like yeah guess what guess who's not cleaning that wife went in and cleaned it yeah. so uh yeah i got i escaped that one i didn't get to have to clean he was actually very, very like upset that he pooped in the tub which is he was like or, or shocked or scared or whatever it was he was like kind of freaked out by it um, oh yeah no my my kid wasn't he was like all he was just, just splashing yeah. <laughs> he was just living his best life he thought he had new bath toys he was like oh uh, cool oh, you know oh god jeez yeah. wow. so uh yeah since we, since we got on this, the topic of things that our kids do that are creepy and scary i thought i would share yeah. that with you guys that's 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 the kind of week i've had so if i sound a little frazzled and i don't know what the hell's going on in wrestling it's because i'm cleaning shit out of my bathtub yeah welcome, <laughs> you know? welcome to baby talk folks we're just changing we're doing a new format here we're just gonna talk yeah. about poop and <laughs> babies and chick Foley is officially going to be in the parenting category of your podcast platforms nowadays so yeah just look for us there. <laughs> yep, look for us there. Um, we are. We'll have to switch to a family-friendly dynamic. So get your bleep buttons ready. Yes, uh, my, I came home from I had one more kid story before we move on to actual wrestling because the wrestling's <laughs> been so bad. I came home. My wife was like cleaning the house because we had all the neighbors over to watch El Camino. And uh, don't say anything about it because I, I have to wait until your husband gets word. home. I, I've, I've managed to avoid spoilers so far. So. Yes. Yeah, my it. my son was playing with the uh, the uh, the handcuffs that me and my wife used to uh, back in our uh, more spry days. Used oh, to, uh, yeah. And my. she's like, "Yeah, he found them." So um, yeah. I, he just like he put them with all his like dress up clothes. I'm like, "Oh, this kid's so gonna be a, a serial killer." 
so here I am. Here I am accusing Marco of being like a fan of the Dark Order. Meanwhile, the boozer, <laughs> the, the boozer weight, Phil Gentile is over here, and he's the one that's got all of his, um, you know. Yeah, I don't his, know if they were ever used for the attended pur- attended purpose, but uh, it was probably like a gag gift <laughs> or something. The, what is the other purpose besides getting arrested and or, um, you know, uh, playing the, the playing the sax, you know. <laughs> The business. The business. <laughs> oh, yeah. Making the towns, you know, making the towns. Oh my God. Uh, oh, anyway, um, we talked about anyway. the draft. Uh, we talked about <laughs> NXT. We we didn't talk about Sasha being injured. She's going to be out for, uh, an ex- I think, not an extended period of time, but I, she's definitely not going to be on TV for the, uh, the, the short term here. So that puts a halt on, I guess, any feud with. With Becky, except for yeah. social media bullshit, but um, we did not, um, we did not touch on NXT. There was actually some really good stuff on NXT this week. Um, the Walter yeah, match, we, yeah. How was that? We have a brand new cruiserweight champion in Leo oh, Rush. That's right, pride of yeah, Baltimore. So, pride of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty cool. That was a pretty cool moment. Um, that the you know he won. Oh, they had a really good match actually. Drew Drew and uh, Leo, and then Rhea Ripley came out and you know squashed. I mean she didn't really squash, but. You know, she she dominated um, Aaliyah, basically all just to cut a promo on Shayna, saying that you know Shayna. She basically put Shayna over and then like said like I'm still gonna kick your ass, which I think is pretty cool, right? Um, but then Bianca Belair, she came out at some point. I don't think it was right after that, but she came out at some point and said that you know uh, Rhea Ripley is gonna have to go through her, which I'm excited to see that. I like Bianca Belair. I know a lot of people aren't super high on her, but I I really like her, and I think she, I think her and Rhea Ripley are gonna be a good matchup. Um, and I like how they're kind of like building Rhea Ripley. They're not just like pushing her right into the Shayna Baszler scene. You know what I mean? Like she she came in, and they're not just like giving her Shayna right away. Like she is kind of having to like work her way up the ladder a little bit, um, which I think is only going to serve her when she eventually kicks Shayna's ass and becomes the new women's champion. So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see that. I'm with you. I think that's, that's where they're going, which make, which makes a lot of sense. I think she's the right person to do it because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, she's the most believable and she's kind of the, the person they want to put over and kind of push her to the moon. So yeah, that will For be a good sure. m- match against Bianca Belair. Uh, you know, you talked about new cruiserweight champion. The the Walter match, I heard a lot of people talking about. I need to go back and watch that. That sounds yeah. like it was a, a pretty good one against Kushida. Yeah, that was a that was a really really good match. So definitely, like if you're going to go back and watch one, that was really good. They they're doing a lot more um, character building. I guess obviously they have more time now, so you can yeah. definitely tell that they're they're giving you know the talent the mics more. They're showing a lot more vignettes and things like that. Um, you know, they had like a whole cool segment where after the Roddy Strong match, uh, you know, Undisputed Era came out and then Velveteen Dream interrupted them and like kind of called out Roddy and like did this whole this whole little funny segment where he posted this picture of Roddy with the belt over his, um, you know, his boy parts and then like snapped his fingers and like you know, the the belt disappeared. And he's like, I'm going to show everybody why Roddy Strong doesn't measure up. And it was a pretty, was, I mean, it was, it was kind of campy and cheesy, but it was like, I loved it. You know, I was like, Oh, this is so Velveteen dream. And then to make matters better, Tommaso Ciampa drags his crutch to the ring. Um, like, like freaking undisputed era, just scatter like roaches in the light. And then he sets up a chair in the middle and he says, Goldie daddy's home. And I was like, (laughs) yes. So, um, yeah, it was really, it was really, really cool. Um, I thought NXT did a really good job, but you know what? What's really crazy though is like that was only like the first hour 
when when um Champa came out and I thought the show was over. Like that goes to show you like how used to I am like yeah. watching it for one hour. Like if that would have been on the network, like that would have been the end of the show for the week, you know, like with that whole interaction between Champa and Adam Cole. But um no, sure enough, Bianca Belair and Dakota Kai came out and I'm like, wait a minute, there's more? <laughs> this is weird. Um and they had a good match and then that's why uh that's when Bianca obviously challenged Rhea Ripley, and then they had the Walter uh, Walter Kushida match. So yeah, NXT was really good. Uh, again, it's my preferred viewing. Um, you know, I'll try to watch both NXT and AEW next week. But uh, yeah, good good show overall. Yeah, a lot of wrestling, and it's uh, we are recording on Tuesdays. If you if you missed it last week, and our episodes will be available on Wednesday. But uh, myself and Sheena, and then and Marco at some point, we're going to jump in. Uh, we didn't do it last week, but I think we'll try to do it this week. We're going to watch uh, AEW Dynamite and NXT on Wednesday nights, and, and just in our Facebook group, uh, we will do a kind of a live chat video around noon or 1 o'clock and just kind of pick it apart, yeah. and uh, that is available for our Patreon subscribers. It starts at a dollar a month. You get access to our Facebook group. You get our show notes emailed to you each and every single week, and you get access to all of our uh, figure giveaways and um, all that kind of stuff. First pick when we go out and find uh, figures in the wild. So uh, sign up. It's patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. Uh, we have a really great community, about 60 or 70 people on our Facebook group, which uh, we can buy and sell with people. There was a funny interaction today. I, I was just scrolling through. Somebody had found, um, I think it was our buddy Mike Lanham had Mike found Lanham. Some, yeah. some figures in, in the wild. I forget which one it was. I think it was like Elite, was it Elite 60, Elite, Elite 70? It was Elite 70. Yeah, yeah, Elite 70. And one of the newer members was like, oh, yeah, how, mu- how much uh, do you, are, are, is it going to be? And then he was just like, well, just retail price plus shipping. That's what we – and then he was like, oh, that's not what most people do. And then Mike w- Mike had the perfect response. He's like, well, we're, this group isn't like most groups. And it's it's really yeah. not. You know, We want to help each other out. And we're not e- like most groups. Yeah. <laughs> we want to sell at retail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we want to help each other out. We don't want to have anybody paying these scalper prices if we can avoid it. Uh, keep that money in your pocket. Just spend the twelve dollars a year, and I'm sure with one transaction, you're going to save that twelve dollars. Probably with uh, eBay prices being what they are. So uh, check it out: Patreon.com/slash/ChickFoleyShow. Uh, should we get into Crown Jewel? Uh, I, know I think we say save that for save for that. Next yeah, week. it's yeah. So, it's going to be such a fun show that I just want to save that. We'll do a couple episodes yeah, about it's that. Yeah, save it because we're all going to yeah. be spending our Halloweens in front of the TV. Yeah, watching, watching former Crown boxers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, watching people who aren't even on the payroll yep. freaking Should fight. Be great. Yeah. Lord Jesus, sorry, we cannot shit. We uh, we gotta be positive next week. We got we got. I know. We're gonna have our we're gonna have our anniversary show next week. Next week we will have crossed the threshold to our one year anniversary of the Chick Foley show. So Can't that's super it. exciting. So yeah, I know it's been a freaking year. Our very first show was the first time Phil and I ever talked. So um, I, I'm I'm excited to like kind of look back and reflect on this past year and oh. like podcasting and stuff. But we'll bring all that to you, plus all of your amazing Crown Jewel coverage next week. I cannot wait. I I do not want to go back and listen to that first first episode. It probably was not too good. But uh, if anybody wants to go back and listen to it, you can uh, feel free and see if you can point out all the stuff that we did wrong. Oh, uh, Lord. I think we've gotten slightly better since that episode, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's get into our Go Figure segment. The money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. All right, we do it every single week. This is Go Figure, the part of the show where myself, Sheena, and Marco let you know about 
what different uh, wrestling figures we've purchased or sold and wrestling memorabilia and shirts and all that kind of good stuff. So uh, I'm pretty excited about this week. I got some I got some good stuff to talk about. I don't know, but what about you, Sheena? Ooh, um, nothing. I, I literally, I don't think I bought, what did I buy this week? I didn't buy anything. Yeah, so I told you guys, this has been a crazy life week, um, and uh, I have not purchased any figures and or merch this week. I am on the hunt, though, so for all you guys that are out and about, especially our our, our, pa- our Patreon crew, um, there are some NECA two-pack gremlins that I'm really on the hunt for. I'm hoping they hit here, um, but they're like holiday gremlins. Oh, they're gonna nice. be yeah, they're gonna be so epic. So um, I'm looking for those. Obviously, the uh, I saw the uh, Gerald Briscoe is showing up at Walmart. It has been found in store, so I'm definitely on the on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, but yeah, that. other than that, I'm pretty boring this week. I hope I hope you can carry the the Go Figure segment because I'm a I'm an epic fail this week. It's okay. It's okay to have a down week. You know, it happens to the best of us. Uh, yeah, Mar- keep, Marco, keep some dollar dollar bills in your pocket. Exactly. Yeah, we got a lot. You know, the holidays are coming up. You got to save <laughs> save up. Marco, you got anything over there besides my uh, besides my Rio shirt? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that. And I, like I said, I grabbed the uh, the Kenny Omega shirt there at the uh, AEW show. Uh, I grabbed the Cody one, and then I grabbed that um, the the hooded. The varsity zip-up jacket that they have—that's extreme. It's extremely warm. That's why I grabbed it. It was pretty nice. Um, other than that, as far as figures go, nothing too crazy. I picked up the um, the Rock uh, Pop, the 20, 20th anniversary oh, yeah. SmackDown mm-hmm. one. Um, a couple of my one of my targets had it in stock. They like said they had two, and I, I was reading that it was really hard to get a hold of. Uh, wasn't that? hard at all i just walked in and said hey do you guys have this and they were like yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and i grabbed it i was like oh this, this is easy um but uh, there's also a um a boom studios uh, uh smackdown 20th anniversary comic that also came out as well uh not kind of non-figure related but picked that up too oh um, really yeah I wonder um, if the heel husband knows that he's like one of the biggest. He was like so devastated when Boom Studios quit making their WWE comic. Um, he yeah. like he loved those comics. Um, yeah, they did like a commemorative one for uh, the 20 year anniversary. So the cover is, I believe, Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, and I forget who else. I don't have it in front of me right now. Uh, um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's a it's a pretty cool thing. It's like basically Becky Lynch like becoming the man amongst. Oh, you'll have to send me, you'll have to, if they're, they're still available, you'll have to like send me a, uh, a link so I'll get it for him. It'll be a nice little surprise for him um, yeah, coming home. Um, I actually grabbed that at my local Newberry Comics because I was up there looking around um, and they had it there and I was like, oh, let me grab it. Um, but other oh. than that, I was like, oh, yes. Um, <laughs> oh, my Undertaker. <laughs> Um, but yeah, though not this is a non rest related figure. Um, NECA has Karate Kid a uh, two pack. Oh wow, who is it? Is it Johnny and uh So it's yeah, it's the it's the tournament. It's a nineteen eighty four uh Valley Tournament with um Johnny and um Daniel and it's the set it's the actual mat with a trophy. Oh wow. Yeah. And it's like I think it's around like sixty bucks, 
And uh, they actually have it at Newberry Comics. They have all the NECA figures for Karate Kid. If you guys don't know out there, I'm a big Karate Kid. I didn't know. I did not Uh, know that about you, Marco. That's new info. Yeah. So uh, they have a Mr. Miyagi with his tan khaki shirt and uh, with a bonsai tree. Um, They also have a uh, Daniel LaRusso just in regular clothes with his baseball tee and stuff. And then the one I really want is the Johnny Lawrence skeleton. Oh, wow. With the, it's it, it's pretty sick with the uh with the Walkman too with the little oh Neca kill Neca kills it on the accessories they yeah. always give you like the coolest accessories like yeah Neca Neca with their all of their releases coming out between now and like the end of the year I'm like oh my god like I can, I don't even want to think about that plus wrestling figures like it's gonna be it's gonna be bad news for the bank account oh yeah, yeah definitely I'm I'm already like eyeing it right now I'm actually looking at it on Amazon I'm like. I might just hit add to cart or buy it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really close to doing it. I uh, I'm so glad that. I don't collect some of this stuff because it's it seems like such a slippery slope between the pops and those neck those neck of things are so like detailed and badass looking. It's like Oh my god! Yeah, I had to limit just like just like I did with the you know the pops. Like now, I only collect like you know horror pops and WWE pops. I had to limit like I only collect horror NECA figures because there are so many amazing NECA figures out there. Like when you start opening up your you know uh, parameters, I mean you could just really get into a rabbit hole. And those NECA figures, like I mean they're not they're not cheap, but I mean they definitely bring all the accessories, all the different head scans and swappable hands and I mean it's so worth it, but yeah, they don't they don't play. <laughs> For sure. Uh we uh we got to give away this GD uh figure that we've been talking about. This Macho Man Slim Jim Elite. We had like over 260 retweets on this tweet. People wanted to win this and we picked a winner last week. And we said his name on the show. He never contacted me. It's Mike Onofrio, and uh, we gave him a week. So hey, and I, I love Sorry, how Mike. yeah, I love how no one listening even like did the decency to like text like DM him like, bro, you you won this figure, man. You like contact them. Like everyone's <laughs> like everyone's just looking out for themselves. So I'm gonna pick a new winner, and um, right now, and uh, we'll see who see who wins it. All right, this is the week number two. Jimmy Six Pockets at Jimmy Six Pockets on Twitter. You have won. Yeah, I do like that name too. It's like a Goodfellas type of name. You've won the Slim Jim from TJ McHugh, who just had a baby, by the way. And he's giving. Yeah, McHugh. Congrats on the sex, dude. Good job. (laughs) Good looking baby you made. You made a great looking baby. Jimmy Six Pockets. For those of you who are tracking, um, TJ, we were we were arguing over the phonetic pronunciation of TJ's last name, um, and it is he he confirmed this week it is McHugh. So Phil was right. I've been calling him like Mikhail. Well, McHugh. I was I only know it because I messed it up and he me- he messaged me. I don't know if I said that last week, but I, that's the only reason I know it because he like you know messaged me and said it's, it's MCQ. So I was like, oh, that's easy. It doesn't look like it would be that, but that makes sense. But TJ sent us a bunch of figures uh, for the toy drive. He gave me the free ticket to AEW Dynamite, and he's giving away this uh, Slim Jim Macho Man. So uh, I don't know if he's like trying to get his way into heaven or something, but he's doing a pretty good <laughs> job. Uh, but yeah. Jimmy Six Pockets, you win the uh, Slim Jim Macho Man. Just DM me your address, and if you don't respond. I'm just gonna kick this thing into the fucking ocean because because no one no one wants this goddamn figure. It's such <laughs> no. an awesome such an awesome. If if it's not, we're gonna give it away on our Facebook page because yeah. uh, we've had like we literally had 300 people 
uh, reply to this tweet. And uh, I, I guess some people don't listen to the show on demand or, you know, they catch up on stuff eventually. So we'll see. But Jimmy, you won. And uh, make sure you get uh, up with us here. I wanted to let everybody know about that. We talked about the the Sears sale last week. All of those sales did get canceled like we were dreading would, would happen. So uh, mm-hmm. our money got all refunded to us uh, for that. And uh, sounds like it was just some sort of glitch, you know, that they would not honor. And uh, some people were chirping at uh, Ringside Collectibles, which was completely a, a, a BS move. Yeah. They, they had nothing to do with it. I think, I think Ringside sells some of their stuff through Sears' website. Yeah. But uh, yeah. it was a totally a mistake on Sears's part, and it's just crappy that they won't honor some of those those things. And and Mike Lanham pointed out that they had the sale up there for like over twenty four hours before they took it down. So they obviously are just a crappy company altogether. Um, yeah, can't get their you would feel together. like if you would notice that if all of a sudden you had like a huge influx of sales on like a random, you know, <laughs> Sunday Saturday at noon, afternoon, yeah. yeah, or Sunday afternoon, you'd be like, oh, what, what, what are we doing here? You know, um, but yeah, they did cancel all of those, all of those, um, you know, in case you're out there and you haven't received, if you ordered something from Sears and haven't received tracking and you haven't received a cancellation notice, you need to get in contact with them to see what what's up. So make sure you are tracking on that so you get your money back. And they were refunding people. So like, you know, when you order, you pay in a lump sum, but they were refunding people individually for each figure, which I thought was very strange. Again, just like completely bogus, bogus company. Um, but yeah, again, just do yourself a favor buy your figures through places that you know like that will that are not like going under like ringside amazon um places that you know are going to give you give you what you want you're dead to me sears that's it yeah Um, i I turned around and as soon as that money got back to my paypal account it was just like extra fun money so i was like i'm gonna spend this money somewhere else so i jumped on amazon and i purchased uh the brie bella SummerSlam elite Nice. I purchased the Shayna Be- Baszler Elite, and I got the uh, the Mickey James. I think that's Elite Fifty One, maybe. That's um, an old one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was still on there. So they all came in pretty good condition. The Brie Bella is a little messed up, but I'll probably exchange that if I see it in a Target or Walmart. But uh, I'm, I'm building up that 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 uh, female collection pretty well. Uh, I'm gonna get the 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 Becky Lynch from Ringside eventually, and then of course the uh, the Kyrie Sane and the uh, Natalia are coming coming down the pike from uh, from Mattel. Hopefully by the end of the year, so we'll see those soon. I did get one final addition to the oh, almost final addition to the Kurt Angle collection. I got a Kurt Angle. It's called a Rumble Rumble Heads. It's a bobblehead, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's got the old WWF logo. So this is like old school this is from 2001 i think 2000 2001 but uh it's still mint in mint in the box and uh it's gonna go in my collection there's one more thing i need to i'm, I'm gonna call i'm not gonna get all these jacks figures i decided i i, I cannot just get every curting old jacks figure there was like 500 of them but there was something called a ring giants it was like a uh they were like the size of like a I don't know, like a Chucky doll or like a you know Tickle Me Elmo type of thing. It's but it's like a just a just a giant wrestling toy, and they made like a bunch of them during the Attitude Era. And I want the uh, the Kurt Angle one just to have as, nice. as part of the collection. And then after that, I think I'm just gonna like anything absurd that they you know like Kurt Angle license plate or a cup or something I see on eBay. I'll end up grabbing. But I think I'm done with figures. I think I've got all the all the Mattels. I have every single one of the Mattels and a couple of the Jacks ones that look cool. So. I'm gonna put all those up as the uh, the basement gets finished and and furnished down here. So uh, I grab those and um, 
What else? I got Did the... you get your email about the WrestleMania 36 uh, elites going on pre-order from Ringside Collectibles? Yeah, we got to talk about those. Those figures are just awful looking. You think so? What yeah. do you think so bad about them? Well, speaking of Gremlins, I think Kofi Kingston looks like the the main bad guy well, Gremlin from the yeah, Gremlins movie. The hair is not good on that Kofi figure, no. but um, have you seen the, yeah. the close up picture of the Cactus Jack or the Mick Foley? He looks like Doctor Death Steve Williams. <laughs> He's just awful. I mean, no, I mean, uh, they're not like bad, bad, but as far as like some of the some of the series that uh, Mattel has put out over the last you know three, four, five months have been like bangers like each figure has looked awesome and then these like the kofi he just looks like 20 years older than he should be like yeah they're just not uh, i, I want to get that kofi no matter what because it signifies a pretty awesome moment in you know right. wrestling wrestlemania history whatever you want to call it but um yeah i mean they could have even the matt hardy one isn't like up to up to par with what they've done recently so maybe i'm just jaded because i've been looking at all of the um renderings from the 2k20 thing i wanted to ask you about that too and i'm like oh my god the um the faces on these look great you know because i've been looking at freaking rhea ripley's like distorted horrible face like for the last two days so um you're the expert on that game you guys have bought every single you know game every wwe 2k game since they came out and you and your husband have you know set up pay-per-views and leagues and stuff have you seen like a backlash about a game that hasn't ever come out yet with some of these photos that they're posting in like I don't know if you saw like the career mode like clip of like a high school kid like getting in a fight and being bullied or something yeah. like are you worried about this game just being like the drizzling shits? You know, I was I, I heard so many people crapping on it from like from you know from the beginning like oh this game sucks like the gameplay like there there were people like even when I pre-ordered it they were like oh my god like you know I don't know why you would pre-order this game because it's going to be garbage but how do they know how do they know people have played it already like, yeah well yeah people just read things and people just hear yeah. things and you know whatever people do, people just like to bitch about everything it's so the I was like. Yeah. Yeah, so I was just, like, taking it at face value, like, you know, okay, yeah, these are the freaking trolls that just bitch about everything. And most of them probably are, right? Like, they didn't really understand that this was this game was, like, going to have some issues that it's having right now. Um, but and I've been pretty positive. I've been like, well, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be bad. It's freaking, it's 2K, right? Like, they're going to fix whatever issues they have. Um, and then all these, like renderings came out i guess was, what do you what would you call those renderings or like yeah um, still yeah. photos whatever yeah of all of like the characters and the superstars and i was like what is up with their face like i don't understand what's happening here like they look horrible they look like old like like old playstation renderings or something you know what i mean like it's just like yeah they definitely don't look like 2020 uh, wrestling drawings they're definitely like some of the ones they've shown have just been like the bianca belair like swinging her hair looks like a like a casing of sausage or something like just yeah. like they showed it side by side with some of the this photos from last year next week yeah yeah it's like it's not like it's in the early stages of development like this game is coming out next week i saw a side by side of john cena and i was like from 2k19 and 2k20 and it was like a stark difference so I, they've been with know. 2K since what? Oh three or no? I mean, 2013. I mean, quite a while, right? Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. I don't Maybe know exactly when the first 
Yeah, I don't know when the first WWE 2K game came out. Um, that, that's a question for the MVP. Actually, it's a question for the heel. Husband. I was going to so, say, yeah, if he was, yeah, we need, we, yeah, we need the heel husband here. Well, that's the thing. So I sent him like so. All these articles started coming out today about you know the worst faces in ever in a wrestling game. 2K20 sparks fury. Fans urged not, excuse me, urged not to buy the game. So I've sent the heel husband all of this, like, you know, via email and like messenger and stuff. And he hasn't seen any of it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, because I'm supposed to go pick this game up on what Tuesday, right? Like, I'm supposed to go pick this game up on Tuesday. And I'm like, I mean, I'm sure he'll tell me to just get it. Like, you know, because he's the kind of, of person he's yeah. like, I want to I want to see it for myself. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> who, who am I going to play with? Nobody has this game. Yeah, it's going to be bad. I mean, I'm sure people are, are going to get it, you know. And maybe it's not as bad as people are saying. Yeah, Marco says 2012 was the first year for for the 2K license. So I mean, you're you're talking almost a, a decade now. Uh, I don't know if they'll end up switching with 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 whatever the contract is going forward. But I mean, I I enjoy. I still play the 2019 with my son. I mean, there's a couple glitches with it that are, aren't too great, but uh, overall, it's a pretty good game. So we'll see. I'm sure you'll give us a full review. Um, yeah. Once you get back home and uh, the the heel husband's home, so you can actually enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I will. We'll have to do like a special, like a, a special quick episode with his with with his thoughts because he's played. Like I said, he's played every single one, and he like goes deep dive. I mean, you guys see like when he's home in our stories, like he always posts like his uh, universe and things like that. So we and it's so funny, like how many people follow heel husband's universe? Like it just like cracks me up. People are so into it. Like I'll check the DMs, and they're like. Oh my God, Brock won again. He won the title, you know, and like it is just so funny um, how how into it they are. So I'll, I'll have heel husband give his full review because he'll be able to give like a comprehensive like comparison um, game by game, and uh, I'm excited to hear like what what he says about it. Very nice. Yeah, that's coming out next week, so uh, be sure to check that out. And uh, if, you know, if they want to send us a free one, we'd be happy to. Take yeah, that we'll off their hands, you know. I'll, I'll I'll pretend it's good for you know sixty yeah. fifty nine ninety nine. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's uh, that's it for me as far as purchases go. We talked about the two K twenty Gerald Briscoe hopefully showing up at some people's WalMarts like you talked about, Sheena. That mm-hmm. that's shipping with Elite seventy, um, so that should be out pretty soon. And if you see it, if you don't want it. I'm sure you, uh, one of us will will take it off your hands for you because I already got that Pat Patterson. Got to got to keep it in sync. Yeah. But uh, <sighs> our Go Figure segment is sponsored by Ringside Collectibles, who now have Elite Seventy Three up for pre order, which is a great looking series. You can uh, use code Chick Foley for ten percent off there, and uh, they have a great Halloween sale going on right now that you can. Uh, take advantage of a lot of uh, figures for pretty cheap if you want to get some stuff for the toy drive there's some uh, basics on there for like three or four dollars and, and on up so check them out there ringside collectibles is uh, our preferred method of purchasing figures you're paying a little bit extra uh, but you're getting stuff multiple months before they go at, in stores they're going to be in yeah. good quality and uh, you're actually going to be able to get them i mean it's a crap shoot if they even show up in some stores especially with the holiday holidays coming up so uh Check True. Them out and there. you got and you got good customer service. I feel like that's a huge thing too. If you get a box and it's messed up, like you know, they're they're gonna they're gonna take care of you versus like you know Amazon. They're gonna be like, uh, yeah, whatever, you know. Very true. Very true. Let's get into our random merch of the week. This is a uh, another holster item, man, which is yeah. fitting for Halloween. 
True. I was not planning on having Hulk Hogan random merch two weeks in a row, but as I was looking through, I found this awesome, like, vintage Hulk Hogan costume. Because, listen, guys, I, this is the first year that I have, like, not been, like, full-on spooky Sheena mode. Like, like Seth, you know, the heel husband, he always says, like, every, like, September 24th is my birthday, and that's when I usually get into, like, full-on witch mode. Um, and Seth's like, I love Halloween, Sheena, because I just get so enthusiastic and so excited and, like, hang up decorations and, like, make costumes and, like, do all of the things. And this year, it has, like, been, like, not like not that, you know? And um, I'm like, oh, my God, what, what's, what's the baby face going to be for Halloween? Like, I don't even know. Like, I've made his costume the last two years, you know? Oh. Um, I know, so... Um, I'm still scrambling. I'm like the hashtag mom fail trying to find my, my sweet baby, a, uh, a Halloween costume, but we will, pre- I, I will come through in the clutch. That's one good thing about me. I, I do freaking come through in the clutch. So he will have an awesome Halloween costume. But, um, if your kids are still looking for a Halloween costume, this is for ages four through six. So it's from 1991. It's vintage. It's like the old school. Like I'm sure you guys have seen them, um, you know, around just like random merch. But it's like the plastic masks, like they used to have back in like the 80s and 90s. Um, super cool. And it's like a, it's like a really thin, like n- not nylon. I don't know what material this is, but like, um, uh, lycra maybe mm-hmm. bodysuit. And it's like the Hulkster's body. Um, and you just put it on and you put your little mask on and you turn into the Hulk. It is sixty five dollars. But for a vintage costume, and it's it's like brand new, it's like dead stock, you know, never been worn, still got the hanger, still got the, um, you know, the little card on it with Hulkster and everything. So, I mean, $65, I mean, you're paying, I went to Spirit Halloween yesterday and like the little toddler costumes that are like, you know, cheap and chintzy, they're like 30 bucks for like oh, that, you know no. what I mean? So, yeah, so, I mean, you could get this cool vintage, just like, just pay pay a little extra. So, super, super cool. Very nice, yeah. I'm looking online and I see on eBay and I see the same one for two hundred nine dollars. So, oh really? Uh, you know, it has like I don't, I can't even tell what it has. It looks like it has like a headband and some elbow pads and the mask, but I don't know. I can't, I can't tell which. Uh, oh, I see the one that you're you're talking about. It's like yeah, uh, this is this is by it says Mask Rubies, it's a Hulk Hogan yep. costume, Mask Rubies, nineteen ninety one, WWF, vintage small, ages four through six. Yeah, and it's like it's like a legit like plastic mask, like the the headband and everything is sculpted into the plastic. Yeah, it's like a black jumpsuit with just like Hulk Hogan's body painted like drawn <laughs> yeah. onto it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. I I kind of dug it. I'm like, dang it, I need that in like a toddler size. Mom, I don't want to wear my coat, Mom. He was Hulk Hogan last year. I know, that's another thing. And I'm like, well, he could be like, you know, I could make him like a cool Ghostbuster costume. But I'm like, it's going to be cold. Like, he's going to be Ghostbusters with a coat. Like, that's so lame. You know, when we lived in, when we lived in, on the island, he could just wear whatever the hell he wanted. He was Bret Hart the year before last. And then last year, he was Hulk Hogan. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do this year. Yeah, I'm having the same dilemma. We usually, the three of us, will dress up. But, um, we, you know, my son's like, every time I ask him, he wants something different. So I've been, like, just going on Facebook Marketplace and finding, you know, random parents that are selling old, like, That's you know, a good size way small. to get them. Yes. Yeah, Super and I just, cheap. yeah, yeah. I, they're like 10 bucks, and I'll just be like, I, I have some wine. I sell wine if you just want a nice bottle of wine instead of $10. Everyone's like, yeah, I'll take that. So I'm just like, just like <laughs> trading wine for for toddler or you know size five uh yeah. costumes but uh, i went That'd to be- big big loss today looking for some figures and they have like a whole rack of like uh costumes for like 17 18 bucks so if you're looking for like a 
you know the same ones you'd see at like spirit halloween so if you're if you want a cheaper option for the baby face if you don't end up making something i would definitely spirit halloween is probably not the cheapest no it's definitely not um one thing i'm going to miss is um i'm going to be in kentucky for halloween so also i'm going to be in the bible belt so there's definitely not going to be any adult trick-or-treating well i mean not that i could partake this year anyway but it's still always fun like when our in our old neighborhood um you know we always we had like hundreds of trick-or-treaters right and we would also put out like this giant cooler of like beer and like it was like we would like paint it up and like put little signs on it and everything um and we would like have beer for the adults right and then like each house like some houses had shots some houses had like you know these like mixed cocktails like we had beer um and like you would like the adults would just go around the neighborhood and like get drinks while they walked their their kids around so that's, that's one cool. thing i that's one thing i will miss from my old neighborhood is like like the the holiday spirit in our old neighborhood was like unmatched so um yeah i don't think that i don't think that happens in like the the real world and it's certainly not going to happen in kentucky and like the bible belt <laughs> You gotta try to start a new tradition up in your up in your new crib. <laughs> I know. I feel like I don't know if, how many kids. I feel like the people in my neighborhood are a little bit older. Like they're like an older crowd. Like they're more of like the retiree crowd. So I don't know how many trick or treaters we're gonna get around here. I mean, not that I'll know this year anyway, because I won't be here. But um, yeah, I, I love I love Halloween. I love that night. Like the whole like the whole day is like my Super Bowl. Like I just I buy all the best candy. I buy like, I mean, so much candy. It's like insane. Um, and it's just different this year, but next year we're back in business, baby. I get torn because I like want to walk around with my son, but I also really enjoy like being at the house and sitting on the front like steps with like some music playing and like a beer and just giving out candy to kids. Yeah, that's exactly what we do. And last year, I mean, the baby face was too small for like candy and stuff. So he stayed like we all just stayed at the house. But yeah, next year, um, you know, the heel husband will probably take the Brett man around and or, you know, one of us will take him around. But yeah, we uh, we love handing out candy and like having the music and the ambiance and having all of our decorations and all of that. It's like totally, totally our jam. Very nice. Yeah, uh, you can find this on eBay. Just search uh, Hulk Hogan costume mask Ruby. R-U-B-I-E, if you want a uh, Halloween costume for your youngster, for Hulk Hogan, if he even remembers who Hulk Hogan is. I'm sure five-year-olds don't, but uh, (laughs) you can can teach him about the Hulkster, that's for sure. Exactly. Um, Let's get on to our, this is is Marco's segment now for this week, at least our Retro Wrestling Recommendation of the Week, sponsored by Pro Wrestling Tees. You can go on there and search Chick Foley Show and find our our T-shirts there. And uh, what's our code there, Chick? It is code chick. Yep. Nice code chick for ten percent off there. Uh, you got Halloween Havoc '96, Marco. What's so special about this event that people should go back and check out? Well, um, spoiler alert: if you haven't watched it already, it was at '96, which is, I believe, twenty-three years ago. Oh my which god! Is, which is yeah. If you, you want to feel, if you want to feel old, <laughs> just think, uh, think about that being twenty-three years old. Wow. But, um, uh, the big the big thing about this pay per view was the uh, debut of Roddy Piper in the WCW. Um, it was kind of like a it was like kept a secret and he showed up at the end of the uh, main event match, which was uh, Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man Randy Savage uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, so if you haven't watched it, and I spoiled it, that's too tough you had 23 years to watch it yeah um, <laughs> i think the, i think the statute of limitations is uh is up for that but um 
the tagline for this was a night of terror you'll never forget. Um, I do believe they meant the match with Steve McMichael and Chris Benoit versus the Faces of Fair. That was the uh, most terrible match on the card, I believe. Um, yeah, everything else is pretty good. There's some really good matches on here. Uh, you have uh, Dean Malenko and Rey Mysterio for the uh, Cruiserweight Championship, nice. which is pretty awesome. That, that was a really good match. Um, Diamond Dallas Page and Eddie Guerrero, um, just a singles match. It was, it was pretty awesome. Um, Jeff Jarrett and the Giant, eh, it was, it, that was a pretty decent one. I wouldn't, I'd probably skip over that one if you are going to watch it. Um, six, for those of you who don't know, that, that would be X-Pac. And if, if you know his real name, Sean Waltman versus Chris Jericho. Um, that was a really good match as well. Uh, Lex Luger, Aaron Anderson. Um, I already mentioned the abomination of the Faces of Fear match. Um, Outsiders in uh, Harlem Heat uh, for the tag team titles, um, which is pretty awesome as well. But, um, yeah, the biggest part of that was the uh, debut of Roddy Piper, who was not, who was still, who just had left the WWF at the time um, and appeared at WCW. And um, actually, 83 weeks this week, actually, that's their episode. Um, so go back and listen to all the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's actually pretty interesting on how they kept uh, Roddy Piper um, a secret for that for that amount of time. Yeah, it's always fun to go back and like watch those old shows and then find the corresponding like what happened when or uh, you know 83 weeks or something and like really get like the inside dirt on on them. I think that like makes it so much more entertaining. I love that those podcasts exist and I love like I mean Conrad is just the man. I love that. Uh, imagine if if this whole NWA angle hap- happened in uh, 2019 and uh, Nash and Hall jumped over to WCW and then they were wrestling for the tag team titles and you know people would just say, "Oh, they're burying them. They're burying them." Oh, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But uh, you know they were they were basically set up to be the left hand and right hand man to to Hollywood Hogan and. Um, you know, they, they, whew, geez, they changed the business, man. So that's, it's crazy to go back and look at this card and see, you know, Chris Jericho is still wrestling right now, uh, which is insane. But, uh, yeah, yeah that, uh, I'm, I'm interested to go back and watch that, uh, Hogan Savage match because, uh, they didn't wrestle too often as, you know, they were kind of on the same side and then eventually Savage switched over to NWO. So, uh, this is a interesting card here. And I always love the Halloween Havocs. I love the, uh, the stages. They always did a cool job with, um, kind of making it look like a cool different feel like a spooky kind of feel for it so um which wcw wasn't the best at doing but they did really good with with the halloween havoc events so yeah yeah definitely halloween it's like the perfect time obviously it's the perfect time of the year to watch halloween havoc because like the sets like you said they just they just put you right in the feel spot like they always did such an amazing job 100 percent. yeah go back and check it out and uh I do want to give a quick shout out to all the folks that have donated to our toy drive. We don't have any, I haven't checked the, uh, the PO box in a couple of days, but, uh, if you do have anything you've sent to us, just let me know, or I'll be there soon to pick it up and, uh, we will open it here on the show. But if you want to send some figures, uh, or any kind of toys to the holiday toy drive that we're doing, it's uh, chick, chick Foley show toy drive PO box three, two Oh three Catonsville, Maryland, 21228 if you can't remember the address it is pinned to the top of our twitter account twitter accounts at chick foley show and you can find sheena at chick foley on instagram she's been posting stuff about it there 
as well. And uh, we appreciate all the donations we have. We're getting them all together. And uh, it should be a pretty cool event. We're partnering with Toys for Tots and Jimmy's Famous Seafood here in Baltimore to give a bunch of toys to uh, some of the needy kids in the Baltimore area. So we appreciate anything and everything that you can donate to us here. Uh, I feel like I just like caught a cold in the last like 15 seconds. My I'm all like stuffy now. I don't know what happened to yeah. me. Uh, yeah. sh- shoot us an email if you have any suggestions for the show or you want to uh, tell us how great we are or tell us how bad we are or talk about our kids or something. It's askchickfoley at gmail.com and you can subscribe to our show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere that you find uh, podcasts. I will be posting this episode tomorrow on Wednesday, and then on Thursday, I will be posting a new episode to our Patreon page, which is our best uh, wrestling finishing moves bracket that we started the first round uh, that I still have not posted posted that we we recorded a couple weeks ago. So we'll get that posted. We had a pretty fun time recording that bad boy, and uh, that is on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. yeah, so uh, next week we'll do a pre a deep dive preview on the uh, the Crown Jewel event, which is uh, going to be a awesome awesome time. Can't wait to talk about that, and it'll be our one year anniversary show. So yeah, get ready, get ready for that. We got some fun stuff planned for that. Uh, so uh, for Sheena Phelps and Marco Denton, I am the Hot Take Kid Phil Gentile. We appreciate you listening, and uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Right. Yeah, for sure. We'll be here. All right, Marks. Stay classy. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.